Hello guys, welcome back to another episode. For those who are new, welcome. And today, um, sorry if you can hear a bunch of background noise. Uh, you're probably going to hear some mi- some cars, bicycles, motorbikes, and my very loud neighbors. So sorry about that. If you do hear it, and if not, don't you worry about it. I'm just going to continually think that you guys are hearing it. But anyway... So today we're going to be talking about something completely unrelated because, well, we finished our time management series. And if I haven't published that, I'm pretty sure I would have by now. But I did, I'm pretty sure that by the time you're listening to this, you the, the previous episode is going to be published. And we are talking about anger today. So how to control your anger, uh, because we all I think we all struggle with it at some kind of degree. Others more than others, but uh, we're still going to be talking about it because I think we'll be talking about how to control your emotions and, you know, kind of each of them. And then at the very end, so we're kind of having another series uh, because I feel like that's also something that we could work on. Because lots of times we, as humans, we run on emotion and that's something that can either take control of us or we can take control of it. Because if you let it take control of you, it's not going to end very well. And that's not something that we all want. That's not something that any of us want. So why not control it when you can? And I mean, it's all for the better of ourselves and for others around us. So that way we don't harm other people. And for our tech discussion, we're not really having one. Um... Actually, yeah, we are. We're going to talk about the new Galaxy Buds Pro from Samsung that they released yesterday. So let's get started. Alrighty, guys, we're going over 10 ways that we can manage our anger. Now, keeping your temper in check is definitely something that can be challenging. So using these these simple anger management tips, uh, you know, you can stay in, in control a lot more often. Now I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of give you a little something to kind of get you on edge right now. So do you get angry when someone cuts you off in traffic? I'm pretty sure we all do. Kind of want to honk at them and just if it if it, if our car would stay perfectly intact, we would actually ram the car sometimes. Um, and there's other people who get even more aggressive and start getting out of the car and you know getting into a fight. But anyway, also. Does your does your blood pressure just exceed expectation or exceed the limit when your child or a child in general? Because I know how it is. I don't have a kid, but I do have a baby cousin, and she is really, really, yeah. She refuses to cooperate, so that's also really annoying. And so anger, yes, it is normal and even a healthy emotion, which is not you know anger gets a bad rep because often it goes beyond limits but for the most part when used correctly it's a healthy emotion but it's important to know how to deal with it in a positive way so uncontrolled anger is very clearly going to take a toll on both your health and your relationships so let's get started with the 10 tips you can consider these these like a starting point and go from there for the first one, think before you speak. I mean, I think we've all heard this either at school or with our parents. I know with my mom, she says that pretty often. 
And so in the heat of the moment, it's very easy to say things that you're going to regret later. And so you want to take a few moments to kind of collect your breath, collect your thoughts before saying anything else and allow others involved in the situation to, to do the same. Because if you, if you constantly keep firing at each other, at each other, if you say something, the other person is going to automatically say something else as well, provoking you to do the same, provoking them to do the same. And so you can see how it's just an ongoing cycle. So you want to end that cycle and make it you who just relax, deep breath. And if you just heard a scream, I'm so sorry. But yes, that's what you need to do that. Think before you speak, kind of make a logical explanation. Because once we get once we get angry, all logic and reasoning goes out the window. And it's pretty funny to see, but at the same time, it's kind of annoying. But now that we're kind of analyzing it, it's kind of funny. So you have to bring that logic and that reasoning back to you in the moment, in the heat of the moment. You need to bring that back to you because that is where you need it the most. So figure that what how you're going to do that. Usually it's not that hard, but sometimes it is because you don't even know what to do. But do realize that you have to make a conscious effort towards this. Number two, once you're calm, express your anger. So as soon as you're thinking clearly again, because obviously we go off the rails, express your frustration in an assertive manner, but a non-confrontational way. So state your concerns and needs clearly and directly towards them without hurting others or trying to manipulate them because that's, that's it's never going to work out something's always going to happen number 3 get some exercise so physical activity can help you reduce the stress and anger that well the stress also cause, causes anger so that's um you know it'll help you out with that and if you feel that your anger is escalating, go for a run, go for a walk. Even a simple walk clears your head. I don't know what it is about it, but I love taking walks. I love running too. Um, so I love doing both, but I know a lot of people don't like running. And some people in general don't like the idea of exercise, like my sister. But you have to, if you want to clear your mind, go take a walk or run it's very easy you know or you could you know spend some time doing some other enjoyable physical exercise or activity maybe dancing i don't know what it is for you but some other thing that has to do with the physical movement number four take a break so breaks obviously aren't just for kids right breaks are for everyone so give yourself little breaks here and there during the day uh, and make sure that the times that you take a break there are or they should be at the times where the day feels the most stressful maybe it's for you in the morning you don't want to get up or go to work or something make sure to give yourself a little bit of a break there or wherever else that you feel like it's kind of stressful a few moments of quiet time will help you feel better and you just might feel better enough to be prepared to handle what's ahead without getting angry or irritated. So really consider that one. Also, meditation really helps here. I'm a big fan of meditation, so that's why I kind of, pro you know, I promote it a lot. 
because it's something that we can all do and it's so simple to do and it makes you feel great you don't have to do it again i don't i can't force you to do anything but you can do this this is something that you uh you feel better by doing and you feel a lot more clear and refreshed as if your mind was just at some sort of vacation the, the way i see meditation is picture this guys you close your eyes and visualize what i'm about to say i'm picturing sorry if you're hearing a bunch of stuff i don't know if you can hear it but anyway uh so picture this the brain is chilling on a beach chair drinking a coconut juice from a coconut and it's looking out into the horizon on that beautiful clear morning and the water's so nice and blue and there was a nice fresh breeze and so that's how i feel like how the that's how the brain feels like when you're doing a meditation or that's just for me i don't know a lot of the meditation i do is just for calm and also to be more centered and mindful of what's going on around me and so that is the really the three types of meditation or two types i guess you could say of meditations that i like to do because they make me feel good i feel great after it and it makes me a lot more energized because i know where to focus my energy into and obviously those were that's where the priorities come into that is where the priorities really show their importance because the energy that you have is focused into those priorities and so you feel great throughout the day because you're doing things that are contributing to your goals and at the end of the day you feel so good you feel proud of yourself for doing all of that so do that and you will feel great it's an it's an interesting thing i do it every morning i meditate every morning at the very least five minutes but most of the time i do uh, 15 minutes sometimes even 20 because I love it. It's it's such an amazing thing. You just feel so clear. But anyway, enough of that. Number five, identify possible solutions. So instead of, you know, what made you mad, fo- focus on something that solves the issue. Maybe your child has a messy room that drives you crazy. Just close the door. <laughs> find possible solutions that are obviously these are temporary solutions don't obviously uh you know lots of times you're going to have to force your child when it comes to parenthood i i'm not a certified expert on this but i do know this that you shouldn't take advice from me (laughs) um but i will say that you know if it's your kid you have to be strict with them you have to tell them until they finally listen to you because you are teaching them how to do something that's correct and something that's necessary, to be honest, that will help them in their future. Because if they, you know, keep ignoring you, it's not going to end well in the future. So something that you want to keep being persistent on is for your child to be, you know, compliant or at least uh, kind of accepting what they need to do. Also, maybe your partner is late for dinner every night and you're kind of angry about that, schedule meals for later in the evening. Maybe make it in a way where the other person can come home and you guys can agree to eat at a certain time or maybe just agree to eat only a few times a week together. It's okay. Just remind yourself that anger won't fix anything and 
might only make things worse. I mean, I've seen this before in real life and also in um, on TV shows. I've seen them. Anger only makes things worse. And it never ends well. So uh, so that's something you want to avoid is to use anger when you might make it worse. So ignore that. Just find solutions that are within your grasp and implement them. And that will give you a lot of less stress and a lot of less anger. Number six is stick with I statements. So the letter I, which is I, like me and you, but you have to use it with obviously first person, I. So to avoid criticizing or placing blame on other people, which might only increase the tension that you already have, use I statements instead of you. Because you, when when you're talking about, um, I guess, negotiation type things, scenarios, if you say you, you're automatically intending to say that something's wrong with them, that they have a problem, that they need to fix something, and it's only they who have the problem. It's only you who has the problem, which is not true. The problem is usually with two people or both sides of the party. So both parties are at fault in some ways more than others, but the fact of the matter is that you both are at fault. So how do we fix this, right? Use I statements to describe the problem. Don't say you because you're automatically going to you're going to make them think that everything that you're about to talk about is their fault and that you're accusing them when maybe you're not trying to do that. You're just being really upset with them, but you have to be respectful. You have to be specific. For example, say I'm upset that you left the table without offering to help with the dishes um, instead of you never do any housework, because if you say you never do any housework you you're accusing them of something you're 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 honestly going to provoke them into anger as well and that could start a fight and no one wants to start a fight if they don't have to no one will actually we don't want fight at all i personally wouldn't like to fight at all but i know that's just not the reality of things that would be very naive of me to expect no fighting in this world but if we can avoid it it with it when it's within our power that is where we can take control. So instead of saying you never do any housework, which is only going to probably cause a fight, you saying, I'm upset that you left the table without offering to help with the dishes. See, two two very key words that uh, show respect. So the, f- the first word is I am upset. So that's technically two words, uh, but I'm combining them into one little group here. I'm upset. That is being respectful and you're showing that you're saying I. You're not automatically starting with you. Also, the next one is offering to help. So that second group of words. Those is another way of being respectful. Instead of saying do, you never offer or without offering. It's a very respectful way. And for the specifics, left the table. And then it says dishes, you know, help with the dishes. So those two are being specific about what exactly you're being respectful about that you needs to that needs to be addressed. So there you go. There's a breakdown for number seven. Do not hold a grudge. Now, personally, I don't really hold grudges. Um, you know, I usually let things go fairly quickly. <clears throat> and so 
yeah, yeah. So that's something that you want to do is not hold a grudge. I've seen some people who have either held. Yeah, I've, I've ha- I have like two or, or three friends who have a grudge against me. Actually, no, I think one of them. One of them holds a grudge against me as far as I'm concerned or as far as I know. And he still brings it up every single time. He brings it every either every time he's mad at me or when, I don't know, just like stuff like that. When we're having a conversation or that brings us back to a certain thing that reminds us of that situation in which happened a long time ago but he still holds a grudge and he still can be throwing that in my face as i've confirmed so that's unfortunate but as of me i can only control what i do and i don't hold a grudge but for you guys maybe you hold a grudge maybe you don't if you don't congratulations you're good on this one but if you do forgiveness is a powerful tool it's really difficult but it's a powerful tool that must be done if you allow anger and all these negative emotions, uh, you know, it, uh, push out the positive feelings and the positive thoughts, you might end up. Your, you might find yourself being swallowed up in your own bitterness and your own sense of injustice. And the more you kind of stay in this little cycle, you're gonna create this anger inside of you, and that anger can eventually cause physical issues, uh, usually maybe in the form of a disease or Uh, some kind of organ failure, but things are going to happen in the physical body in which you're not going to be very happy with either. And you're going to be actually quite concerned. And then from there, it's only going to get worse if you don't get rid of it. One thing that my dad told me, uh, one piece of advice, he said, you know, just forgive the person because the more you dwell in the anger, the more you're hurting yourself. And the other person, if they don't know what they did, they're living their life perfectly fine without anything bothering them. And you're over here kind of dwelling in the anger of what they did and when they should be deserving the punishment, right? But you're you're giving yourself the second punishment if you let your swell, yourself dwell in the anger. So what you want to do is have that forgiveness in you. That way you can relax and just ignore what happened. And if you really do want to go and address the situation you know, confrontationally to them, you can do it in a respectful manner and tell them what's up. Because if they didn't know what they did, uh, you'll address that to them. But if they did know full well what they were doing, address that to them as well and tell them that, you know, you didn't exactly enjoy that. Bring that up, be confrontational, speak up for yourself, be assertive. Because if they don't get the deal after the first time, then you're going to have to act in a certain in a certain way that they're not going to like. Don't hit them. Go with someone else. Go do an adult. <laughs> um, settle this in a mature manner. Don't be dumb. So really think things through. I know it can be hard, but uh, with enough willpower and strength, you'll hold back. If you can forgive someone who angered you, you might both learn a situation from the situation and strengthen your relationship so this could go for either friends enemies or a couple things like that just don't hold a grudge it just it's gonna end up exploding i see it kind of like a as if you're trying to hold down sort of like a like this really like a like a pumpkin right it's it wants to float or have you ever tried holding down a beach volleyball under the pool 
if you have fun during the summer, you would know that when you grab a, a, a beach ball, once you try to go in the water with it, it automatically pew, it like flings away from you because you just can't put it underwater. So that's the way I see a grudge because sometimes once you have the ball in hand, right, you have the beach ball, you can actually get it really far down or not really far down, but like uh, just below the water or at least that was in my situation, I was able to kind of keep it right below the water or at least have it a little bit of it sticking out. And the way I see it is holding a grudge is that you're kind of holding the ball into the pool. And then at some point or another, you're going to lose your strength and you're going to kind of lose it. You know, you let go of the ball or it slips out of your hand and then boom, just a big explosion. Um, and so that's how I see you holding a grudge. So you don't want to do that. It's going to hurt you and maybe hurt people around you if you hold one. Number eight, use humor to release tension. So a lot of, I don't want to call anyone out, but there are people who, because <clears throat> I've seen this before, because I, I love psychology. I love seeing how brains react to certain things. And this is all textbook, really. I've talked about this before, you know, all these people who are very mean, very bitter, or just plain bullies or stuff like that. Uh, usually it's because they come from a broken household, parent is gone, parents don't care about them, they, they neglect the children, or they came from foster homes, or one of their parents died, or both of them, or their, I don't know, stuff like that. But there's always usually some sort of problem in the house. And that is what definitely leads to people being the way they are. The way you're raised is definitely, uh, it, it shows when you grow up. It really does. Because if it's good, you'll turn out, a, you know, for the most part, you'll turn out a good person, a, you know, with a good life and all of that. But if not, lots of times it doesn't go very well. And there's very few people who can succeed that and actually get out of that situation. And I'm proud of those who do, but there's not that many. So one of the things that I saw, especially if you know Chandler from Friends, you know that he comes from a messed up childhood. And that's what a lot of kids come from. And so they're kind of either really weird, don't know how to act in certain pressure situations, or they're just plain mean. And all of these different defects in these people as they're grown up adults. And so Chandler, as we all know, he used humor to release tension or to kind of lighten up the mood or lighten the tension from the situation that he was in. So use humor to help you face what makes you angry or what possibly, you know, maybe any unrealistic expectations you have for now should go. Avoid sarcasm. Obviously, avoid sarcasm. That's something that, uh, you know, especially when it comes to these kinds of situations where anger and all of these things are involved, avoid sarcasm. You're going to make the other person twice as angry if you do that. So don't do that. You know, it can either hurt feelings if they're soft, but if they're, if they're you know, really tough people or just know how to stand up for themselves, you're going to make things worse. It can go either of two ways. Don't go either of two ways. Just go in the middle. In this case, use that, you know, third option, which is the correct option, is to calm down and maybe use a little humor. I don't know what it could be. Just base it off the situation that you're in. 
But again, you have to be very careful with this one. Uh, it can easily come off as sarcasm, and you're, the person's not going to like it very well. Number nine is to practice relaxation skills. So when your temper is flaring all over the place, put relaxation skills to work. You could practice deep breathing exercises that works like a charm. Or you can imagine a relaxing scene, like I mentioned with the brain. Or you could repeat a calming word or a phrase such as take it easy, it'll be okay, or stuff like that. Uh, it seems kind of silly, but it, it calms you down. Personally, I use deep breaths. And uh, when I'm anxious, when I have a ton of anxiety, I usually try to picture a scene and also use a deep breath. But um, my most common way of dealing with it when I can is meditation. So that helps out a lot. Also, you can listen to music. That also helps. Write in a journal or do a few yoga poses. Uh, whatever it takes, really, for your, for your body to catch on that you're trying to relax. <laughs> and once you start to relax, keep practicing until you're fully calm again. The next thing that you want to do is number 10 is know when to seek help. Anger is like a lot of emotions where if it's taken too far, it can become an illness. So learning to control your anger is a challenge for everyone, literally for everyone at times, even me, uh, my family, everyone. So seek help for anger issues if your anger seems out of control. If we remember Andy from the office, right? He had a little bit of anger issues, punched a wall twice, the same wall, same place. Um, he does not like that wall. But don't be like him. Seek anger issue help. And, you know, if it causes you especially to do things that, re that you regret or that hurts people around you, especially if that, you know, go seek help before things get worse. So that was it for this one. Um, obviously, for the majority of people, most of these are going to work. But there's always one person or, you know, that is going to have to go with number 10. Just because, you know, it is a common problem. A lot of people do suffer from that. And it's not because, I, I mean, I think it's a little bit of a problematic childhood when it comes to anger management issues. Or just in general, they just are angry people. <laughs> they just get very triggered very easily um, for, what, for no reason, really. Uh, so there is that. So there's two ways why you can have anger issues. But I think the most common one is just, you know, we're human. Things happen things happen that we don't like and that's never something that we enjoy so our brain reacts accordingly it's not correct a lot of the times but it does act and we can take control because we need to learn self-control and that's something that i think we'll talk about in the next series after this one with emotions because that's something that we all need to learn is self-control self-management uh, having dominance over you and not habits or other things having control over you so that was it for this one um let's get into the tech discussion if you're leaving have a fantastic day and hope you guys learned a little something but for those who are staying for the tech discussion let's get into it all right i'm gonna try to keep this within 10 15 minutes so today we're talking about the galaxy buds pro so these are a new pair of headphones that came or earbuds that came 
from Samsung yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. And these ones, I kind of like. I'm very intrigued by this. If we remember how the AirPods look like, right? Because these ones have active noise cancellation. And if we look at the AirPods Pro and if we look at the Galaxy Buds Pro, you'll see that these, they, they both have this kind of like little grill on the outside. This little grill. I don't know what to call it, but it literally looks like a grill, a vent, uh, a, a cheese grater. I don't know. But it has this little thing on the outside and... I'm guessing that is for the active noise cancellation and the ambient sound. Because uh, the main selling point of these is active noise cancellation. So pretty much block out unwanted noise and let in what's actually important while still amplifying the details of all your music or whatever you're listening to. Uh, you are going to get pretty good highs, mids, and lows in your sound. So they have been promoting that this thing will have a well-rounded experience with the highs and the mids and the lows all being very detailed and very good in all of those categories. There are two-way speakers inside of those earbuds, and they are tuned by AKG, which is pretty sick. AKG is a very good sound company. And you have an 11, 11, 11, you have an 11 uh, millimeter woofer inside of there too. And you have a 6.5 millimeter tweeter uh, that way you, oh, and this is in both earbuds, by the way, you have these. And so you have obviously those specific sound, I guess, sections for each sound, high, mid, low, all of that. To combine it into a perfect experience where you're listening to all three in a very fluid manner and they kind of harmonize together. So it should be interesting to see. Um, also, at the very end of this, I'm going to be talking about the S21 series and I'm going to tell you which color is my favorite and which one I, if I were to get one, which one would I get? I don't think I'm getting any of these phones, uh, but I will, I will tell you which one I would get. So for a home theater for your ears, as they call it, as Samsung is calling it, they're very into the promotion of the sound quality, which I have heard from some reviewers that they sound pretty good. I will give you my full review on Monday because by then I'll be watched or I would have watched all of the earbud videos for the Galaxy Buds Pro. So I'll... I'll watch those videos. I'll report back to you how these perform. So stick around for that one if that sounds interesting. And these ones have water resistance. So these ones do have the best water resistance out of all of the Galaxy Buds series. So that includes the Buds, the Buds Plus, and the Buds Live. So none of them have the IPX7. They have IPX3, all of them, I think. But the Buds Pro, they have IPX7, so this is complete immersion in water, up to three feet for 30 minutes, so you don't have to worry about it um, when you're probably washing your dog or washing your car, stuff like that. You don't have to worry that these are going to get destroyed. Also, another amazing feature that they announced with this is that you can 
actually have two devices connected. So you could connect it to the Galaxy S21 and send, you know, send a message, right? And search music or order coffee, right? All hands-free. And that's what they like to, you know, part of this thing. And so you can connect to both from your S21 device or whatever phone you have to your tablet, only two at a time, but that's about it. So it's really neat that you guys can do that. So the main, obviously, the main things that they're promoting with this is active noise cancellation, which we've been waiting for for a while. And yes, the live claim to have active noise cancellation, but they did not work. That was just a joke. They messed up big time on that one. So I'm going to ignore that. And these are, and so I'm going to call these the first Galaxy Buds that have active noise cancellation. And these are the Pro models. They're also promoting water resistance. So that's also for kind of the ease, just to ease your conscious. And then studio sound quality. They're also very bold on the sound quality. They're really promoting that. So I hope that they don't let us down in any of these areas. The next one is touch music control. So you will be able to launch Spotify right from the earbuds without touching your phone. So that's also pretty sick. I'm not going to lie to you. But I already have a program on my because I have Bixby routines. If we, if you are a Samsung user, you know about Bixby routines. And so every time I open my earbuds case, because I use the JLab. Uh, let's see if I have the box right here, actually. Because I use, there we go. Here it is. The JLab, okay, JBuds Air Icon. So I use the JLab JBuds Air Icon. And these are obviously wireless earbuds. They have 24 hours of playtime. And I'm not going to go into the specs. I should probably do a review on YouTube. But anyway. So I have those. And as soon as I open the, the case, the, the phone detects it. It connects the earbuds. And then it automatically starts playing Spotify. So for me, it's nothing new. It's kind of cool that it's native. But I already have it set up. So for me, it's the same. You know, I don't have to, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything because I can just open the case, put in the earbud and, you know, my phone starts playing Spotify. The all, the next one, which is call quality. This is something that the Buds Plus improved on, but this one is insane. Okay, this one I can actually testify. I watched a video of a reviewer. He had the Buds Pro and he did a, call quality comparison between the Galaxy Buds Plus and the Galaxy Buds Pro and the Pros it's not that the Buds Plus was bad they were actually pretty good for the Buds Plus was actually really good for call quality and it was very good but the Pros man they blew them out of the water it was just that much better it's again the Buds Plus were perfectly fine they were actually really good but the Pros were just so much better it's insane and it's kind of like, um, I don't know how I can put this. Okay, let's compare this to cars. The Mustang is very good on the track. So is the Camaro. But the Camaro ZL1 1LE, that thing's another animal. Yes, the, the, mus the Mustang is good on the track. It's very good. But... When you compare it to the ZL1 1LE, it's just a whole nother game. And it's just on a whole nother level. 
and that's what this is you know it's not because it's bad it's just that it's just it's good and then the other one is just even better that's how i view it and so those are the main things that they're kind of promoting and uh, so for the most part these earbuds do look very promising i am very impressed so far i just hope that they don't let us down in practice they do have bluetooth 5.0 they have compatibility with with almost every smartphone um but they're going to be working especially well with samsung phones you for the battery life you are going to get an average time from 5 to 18 hours so kind of you know a little bit of average battery life um but it's understood because it does have active noise cancellation and then for battery life or oh the battery size i guess i, sh I should say so for the battery life in question with active noise cancellation and bixby voice wake up on you're going to get four and a half to 16 hours so 14 and a half with the earbud 16 hours with the case with active noise cancellation on you're going to get five hours on the earbud 18 hours on the case if you have active noise cancellation off you're going to get eight hours on the case or in the earbud and 28 hours in the case so no one's going to use bixby voice wake up that's why I just ignored that it was on there. But most people are going to use active noise cancellation. So that's something to keep in mind. That you are going to get more battery life without them on. But you, if you want to have that sweet spot, use active noise cancellation um, and not Bixby voice wake up alongside it. Just use active noise cancellation and that's it. And you'll get a pretty good amount of battery life. Although if you want to get the most battery life, you most likely should turn ANC off. That we get eight hours with the earbud and 28 hours with the case. And you do have ambient sound. You have um, Bixby connections. You have, obviously, it's very, it's wireless. You have ANC. You have two speakers, or you have speakers, uh, two ways, woofers and 16 or 6.5 millimeter tweeter. You also are going to have the carrying case and fast charging and you're gonna have built-in microphones and all of that so you are gonna have those very basic some of them so for the most part i do like these earbuds from a design design point design point view from a design standpoint of view there we go these look pretty good i don't like the violets i do like the the kind of phantom silver. It looks kind of like a dirty white or a very light silver. So uh, that's, I guess, doing justice to the name. And then there's phantom black, which I think I would get these. But the price, obviously, I haven't mentioned the price. You're probably wondering what the price is. So it's $200. Now, don't freak out. I think they are definitely worth the price. We're going to see if I keep that opinion once I come back on Monday. But for now, I think it is worth the price. But here's your redeeming savior. You can get up to $50 if you trade in an audio device. If you trade in, I have Samsung's website up right here. I click on yes. 
they say wire or wireless. I have a wireless audio set and they say they then they give you another option here, which is brand. So for other it's $30 for a Samsung earbud, $30 AKG, Anchor, Apple, Beats, Bose, Jabra, Jaybird, JLB, uh, JLab Audio, which is the one I have, LG, Flan or Plantronics, Century, Soul Candy, Sony, all of those, you get $30. So regardless of what you have, most likely you're going to get $30. Now with the, like, let's just say you have a wired, so you have a wired pair of headphones, for JVC, $30, Panasonic, Century, Skullcandy, and Sony, $30 for all of those. Uh, Samsung, Apple, Beats, Billboard, Bose, JLB, and JLab Audio, all of these, you're going to have 30 So regardless of whether it's wired or wireless, you're going to get $30 off. Um, and also, if you are with the Samsung discount program, so they offer discount programs for education so if you're a college student first responders like policemen firemen uh government discounts workplace discounts and military discounts so there's a lot of discounting here and you can get extra 20 dollars off if you have any of these uh so you are going to get you just have to know how to put your savings in right you got to know the little tricks and little holes that you have to jump into in order to save some money and lower that price tag so you could get it for around less than $150. And so that's actually a really good deal for what they are. And if you don't want these, you could easily go with the Galaxy Buds Plus. Those are actually a pretty good head pair of earbuds as well. And if you want to go there, they also have the trade-in. And it's also slightly cheaper than these at $150. I think they lowered them to $130. Uh, so you can save even more with a trade-in and more with the discount. So you can even get it to like 100 So it's crazy. You just got to know these little discounts that they have on. And it's, I mean, it's pretty good. You just got to know how to use them. So that was it for this one. Uh, I'll talk to you guys a little bit more right after this.